Are we killing ourselves with plastic? Welcome to Mark and Pete. Here's a thought. A few throwaway lines. A wasteful woman called Polly was unclean, where her recycling habits were obscene. She was enthusiastic about everything plastic and never considered going green. However, Polly then became far too keen, and she consumed like an infernal machine. But things got drastic, and she became elastic. Now she's known as polyethylene. Indeed. Well, are we too reliant? Um plastic. Yes, this is the scourge of many environmentalists. Now, it seems that the head of the Friends of the Earth International has said the damage from plastics is irreversible. What's remarkable here is that once fragmented um, into microplastics, it pollutes all of the ecosystem, including the oceans and indeed the air that we breathe. And there's no way potentially for us to recover from them. What's also statistically a real concern is that people are now starting to see that things like bottled water, which you would think would now be um, more consumed in glass, glass only represents 2.3% of bottled water. That is a yeah. very low statistic. Yeah. So we are now seeing a boom in plastics. Now, here's one stat for you, folks. The US alone produces 50 billion plastic water bottles every year. Yes, that's oh right, goodness. folks. Yeah. And that is a staggering amount. Clergyman Pete, I ask you, I had a little story about poly. Are we all becoming polyethylene addicts? <laughs> well, it does seem that we're using an awful lot of this plastic. And there, I mean, there are various problems that people point out with the plastic that used uh, for water bottles um, because w one thing is that well in making that sort of plastic you use water in fact you probably use w yeah. more water to make the plastic than you actually have in it Indeed. and so you know it's uh it's already um it's already you think well it's not there's something wrong something doesn't quite add up uh, it takes a lot of energy to make it, it it's it, it, it's it's of course um a problem that it then cannot be disposed of and be renewable you can't uh, dispose of it safely get it to be decayed down to something that isn't going to uh, cause a pollution problem and we see uh, plastics uh, you know, fill it, uh, filling up the ocean now um, I've seen reports that in fact it's exaggerated what the effect has been so far but we're talking about an increase and yeah. so if we're going to look to the future, we've got to take this very seriously. Uh, and uh, I would say this very simple thing. Instead of using something that isn't even renewable, use the uh, container that is made of something that's reusable. An example would be glass, which you were talking about earlier. Uh, glass bottles, uh, you simply wash them. Or if you then want to reuse them in in, uh, in uh, maybe a bottle of a different shape or whatever whatever you just use melt it down and remake it into a glass bottle so what you have there is something that's reusable and reusable is better than renewable because it doesn't take so much energy to make something new out of it so uh, i i think that we've got that we've gone down the uh, the easy easy route it's easy yes to mass produce this and not thought about the impact on the environment, despite the fact 
that this that the green lobby seems to be the most powerful lobby that we have. How yeah. has this happened? I don't know. Well, indeed. Now, I'm going to offer one suggestion here, which is, yes, folks, another stat. Now, from a commercial perspective, we all can see the benefits of being much more green, recycling. Many organizations have tried to do this, not just with bottled water, but, you know, in areas like coffee, you know, you can have a discount if you <clears throat> go to the counter, you take your own um, cup receptacle and that will give you the chance to to recycle so you're effectively not wasting products and using plastics in a way that is just going to get <clears throat> into landfill or sadly into our ecosystem but here's the thing we are driven by consumerism and what's interesting is is that the global bottled water sector has seen a boom with revenues staggeringly of $324.4 billion, that's £266 billion at a reasonable exchange rate, in the last year alone. So what it means is, is that um, we're sort of being a bit lazy still. You know, despite all, as you say, all the protests, the lobbying, the groups, the governments, even businesses, um, it just seems that as consumers we haven't changed our habits. So I think that what's interesting as well, and I know that you're a penchant for sparkling fizzy water, yeah. that sales has more than doubled in the last year as well. Yeah. So, so I think that what it is, is that as a consumer, we seem to be not really listening to what we've been told by environmentalists or governments. Now, what does it take then for us to change? Is there something maybe that the manufacturers um, have to help work with governments to find innovation where they look at products, they look at the materials that they use? And this is definitely happening. We know this. <laughs> but the problem is, is that not many people want to turn to traditional methods like glass. Let's be honest, glass is heavy, not so easy um, in, in terms of carrying it about. Um, but ironically, we used to do that in the dim and distant past. Um, but for some reason, we just like the throwaway society. Mm, and, yes. and I think economics drive it. Uh, in a way, a lot of this is just simply you do what you do. When the when the momentum had changed away from glass, then we we're using plastic. Had we stayed with glass, I'm sure they would have developed it such that it, it it could be lighter and it was already being developed you know milk bottles used yes. to be very heavy thick glass and they yeah, developed yeah. ways of making the glass lighter by making it thinner so uh, i think if we move back to it there would eventually be developments but they're not they're not there at the moment so what is the answer well the answer would be to put more of an emphasis on this you know i said earlier that the uh, green lobby is very powerful but i think the reason that it's not being effective in this area is it's concentrating so much on things like net zero and the supposed effect of mm. greenhouse gases on global warming. Now, whenever you think about that, the global warming uh, is not going to be the sort of catastrophic disaster that's that's being touted by them. Uh, not even uh, by those who who um, put forward the worst case scenario. They're only saying a few degrees rise by the end of the century and it's been hotter before it would be good for the planet so 
rather than simply, well, let's just simply prepare to live in a, a warmer, a warmer climate planet uh, and get on with our lives. We've got all this um, running about trying to cope with it, trying to stop it, believing that the world's going to come to an end. And then with that big story taking center stage, it seems almost impossible to get people to take seriously oh, and uh, make sure you don't throw too much plastic in the ocean. It just seems such a small thing in comparison. Mm. And I think that's the problem. The focus should be the other way around. Well, there's also this is attitude. the important. Well, the, the other thing is, is that um, <clears throat> I know that standards do vary, but I will say that the infrastructure that we see in all countries through our own uh, you know, systems of water uh, providers has improved. But one of the challenges is that um, the vice president of communications for the US-based International Bottled Water Association says that for many people, bottled water is a health necessity. And yet many others do believe that actually just drinking straight from the tap from your home is equally as healthy. But yet we perceive that buying bottled water is actually better for you. Mm. So this is, again, a, making a clear differential that there's any added products, ingredients or additives or um, vitamins. This is just pure water in itself. So I, I think that what's happened is commercially that uh, I'll give people uh, big credit that some manufacturers in their bottled water products have sold the benefits and the health benefits very well, especially through spring water. We do know that there are minerals within spring water and there is a health benefit to that. But maybe we've gone so far now, too far, where unfortunately the, the consequence to this is that we are just generating far too much plastic. Well, I suppose really, Clergyman Pete, we should just uh, ask our listeners, what, what are they doing? I mean, uh, we want people to still hydrate themselves, keep themselves healthy. But um, what are their habits? Yes. What are your habits? You can tell us. Yeah, let us know in the comments below. Uh, you simply... To get to this episode, to be able to comment, you just simply go to markandpete.com. Make sure you're subscribed. And you can leave a comment below on this and then on, on any episode. So uh, that's it for this week. Make sure you um, make it, leave a comment and make sure you're subscribed. And uh, Mark and I will see you in the next one.